everyone. Thank you for joining us on our seventh podcast now. Uh, we are here at the hatchery with uh, Dr. Juan Xia from uh, Las Oasis. She's starting actually a brand new venture that's going to be uh, hopefully part of our sampling box that we are going to take to the Future Food uh, Venture Summit. Um, Dr. Shea is actually starting on a new venture that's uh, dealing with plant-based meats. So we'd love to hear a little bit more about that and tell us kind of, you know, about the two businesses um, and what kind of drives you to, to start something like this. Yeah, it's my true pleasure. Hello, everyone. Um, it, I, I met Tony through Hatchery, as he mentioned. We are both a member here and I was, I become very impressed by Tony's background and how he ventures through his career and so rich background in education, industry experience and uh, land on this great startup he has now today. Um, yeah, so I really appreciate this opportunity and to share anything I can. Uh, so yeah, two businesses. It's kind of crazy <laughs> for a startup uh, within like one and a half years. It's a little bit over one year old. So um, maybe I should talk about my background a little bit. Yes. Why why I do first and and then second? Um, because it's a doctor, here, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So speaking of that, I got my master and PhD from Penn State in food science. So I'm I actually a veteran in food industry for over 12 years. I worked for big food corporations such as Mars and McCain Foods before I decided to do my startup. And it this really, really began for, from my personal journey. I became a vegan about five years ago, and that truly transformed both for my physical health and mental clarity. So I felt much better, not only physically stronger, but also mentally much more clarity every day and make, helped me to make better decisions for myself and happier decisions. And especially during the pandemic, I see a lot of people with chronic disease are more, uh, more easy to getting the COVID uh, from, from pandemic. So I felt like it's time for people to eat more healthier, not only for the taste and flavor of that, but also for their body and the mind. Mm. So that's the purpose for me to start Les Oasis, is to help people to find the blessing food to satisfy both their body and the mind. Mm. And the meaning of Les Oasis, it's also made up name, mm. called Les means elucidate, mm -hmm. uh, Oasis is food oasis. Wow. So basically I, help to, I hope to elucidate a healthy food path for food for oasis for people. Okay. Um, and actually, it might be worth uh, letting people know mm -hmm. what Las Oasis is, right? What, what was the product yeah. that you had? Yeah, correct. So the, our first line of product are a very, very unique baking mix for pancake and waffle mainly. And we have gathered the three most sought-after benefits for the consumers. So it's all about benefits. Mm -hmm. It's gluten-free, keto-friendly, and vegan. Right. And we also innovate four amazing flavors. So we try to get your breakfast beyond breakfast, and you can enjoy much more than sweet. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, we put savory into it, we put spicy into it, we put sour and salty, so it's all blended, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And people can enjoy it really beyond breakfast, so for, for example, as, as a waffle, mm -hmm. uh, as a snack, as a peach cobbler, we use sweet savory to make peach cobbler as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of interesting options for people to so make their breakfast, make their life more interesting for the, by the flavors. And before we go on to the yeah. plant-based meats, I should say, yeah. uh, we actually got the chocolate uh, version of the, mm -hmm. the baking mix and our kids loved it. So if you look on our uh, Instagram, you'll see we've actually tagged you guys. That, that was uh, really, really good. So 
Um, and, and that actually introduced me to your philosophy with, uh, you know, food, which we'll talk about in a second. But if you could also quickly introduce for us, and for those of you who are listening on the podcast, we also have a YouTube channel. And on the YouTube channel, uh, hopefully we'll be able to see uh, the, the, uh, the plant-based meats that you've come up with. So can you tell us a little bit about that and what makes it different from what's on the market today? Yeah, we are super excited for this, actually. <laughs> and I'm really holding my breath for it because uh, we are launching it in a couple of weeks. Mm. So today is uh, almost end of April, so we are la- launching the, the early May, mm-hmm. like that. Um, the name is called Alchemit, as Tony introduced. So Alchemit is coming from the name uh, Alchemy, means magical transformation. Right. And uh, Tony and I are having a kind of little <laughs> debate. I really enjoy the, Tony's uh, curiosity and intellectual capacity of asking those questions. Uh, because in the ancient times, uh, Alchemy means uh, like making something f- uh, from lead to gold, mm. and in in this in this context, we try to convey that we try to magically transfer the plant proteins into a real beef texture or real pork texture or real chicken texture. So there was magic involved, but in in modern society, magic almost equal to science. Mm-hmm. And our brand essence for alchemy is really to forge science and humanity, which means myself and my team, to make extraordinary plant-based meat. So why extraordinary? And we are after this huge untapped opportunity. Uh, In the animal meat industry, 60% consumption from whole cut meat, Mm -hmm. which equals to 66 billion pounds of meat in US only, not to counting the global consumption. However, there's no product for plant-based beef substitute in this category. So mm-hmm. we are really going after for that. So hopefully uh, everybody, not only vegetarian or vegan, they can, everybody with omnivore type of appetite, they can enjoy this kind of things without reservation because we, we are promised we're not going to sacrifice the mm-hmm. texture, the taste, and the flavor of it. Right, um, right. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening who may not know too much about the industry in plant-based meats, as, as Dr. Shed uh, told me a couple of times was, uh, a lot of it is actually trying to emulate ground mm-hmm. meats Correct, yeah. rather than uh, whole cut meats because mm-hmm. whole cut meats are the really difficult things. Mm-hmm. You know, the the fibers that you find in chicken mm-hmm. and in and in beef, mm-hmm. uh, it's very hard to to recreate that grain. Um, and so even previously, when we had uh, soy based meats. A lot of them mm-hmm. didn't really recreate the texture of the meat mm-hmm. itself because that's the mm-hmm. really difficult part. And that's what you've cracked the code here. Yeah. Um, I'll let you guys know, <laughs> just a spoiler alert, I ate it and it was, it genuinely has a great texture. So for those of you that are on YouTube, you can see it. Um, and what's different about this meat is really the, the little strands that uh, you've worked out through. And you and you mentioned this to me, so I, yeah. you know, I don't want to steal your thunder here, but some yeah. an extrusion process, right, to create that texture. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, it's proprietary technology. Uh, we are combining the modern food process processing technology, mm-hmm. such as extrusion, but there's many, many other steps as well right, in, in terms of to making the flavor right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we want uh, we want to create this uh, fiber like mm-hmm. fibrous structure, but as well as uh, the chewiness as well. Because you need to have a little bit toughness and chewiness, but not too much, just about right. Mm-hmm. And then we also want to in- infuse the flavor and the tenderness into the meat as well. So mm-hmm. this kind of combination of fiber, chewiness, and tenderness, mm-hmm. juicing it together, is really our golden key for the alchemy. Gotcha. And you got to try it by yourself. And other than this one, the, it, it is kind of Mongolia beef mm-hmm. recipe. We tried it. It's, it's awesome. We received like 
feedback, positive feedback from uh, over 100 people. They are really loving it. Mm. And another variety we are trying today is uh, fajitas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can put it into the tortillas like that. And this is another, uh, almost Chicago's favorite called like Italian, Italian beef, beef sliders. Right. I can like lift up a little bit. <laughs> Just to make you hungry. Okay. <laughs> you know, the smell in here is yeah. pretty amazing. Um, mm -hmm. But no, I, I really appreciate that. You know, the, 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 the great thing about starting this business is being constantly seeing people do incredible things, mm -hmm. you know, like brand new things that the industry hasn't mm -hmm. seen before. And um, I'll tell you, like, that's, that's a billion dollar cut of beef right there. It's, <laughs> it's re it really can be. Um, and we're, we're hoping that will mm -hmm. definitely pan out for you. Um, but one thing, you know, what we talked about before and the common thread between both of those is better health and, and betterment of our lives through the, the food mm -hmm. that you make. Um, so, for example, this one we spoke about before, mm -hmm. it hasn't, it's got no cholesterol, right? Yeah, zero cholesterol and uh, non-GMO proteins. So. Uh, for people who know the plant-based meat area a little bit, uh, there's a lot of amazing technologies. Mm -hmm. For example, people are using such as cellular agriculture and they grow meat from the labs. Uh, so for us, we are using traditional technologies and we are using all natural plant-based prote plant based proteins. Mm -hmm. So there's no weight for the lab-grown meat and the price is almost equal mm -hmm. to the same beef or sometimes can be even a little bit less. Right. So we are very proud of this commercial ready and uh, also scalability is, is ready as well for our product. Right, yeah. right. And another reason why people want to go for plant-based meats is because the meat industry, uh, factory farming and all of those are a huge uh, consumer of resources and also a huge polluter. Um, so I think there's a, there's a huge impact to the world by doing this, but even for our health, mm -hmm. right, what you were talking about, I think that's helping people to eat uh, healthier is, is very, very important. And going back to Las Oasis, the conversation that we had there, uh, and you shared your passion at the time for the fact that Las Oasis, when you were talking about those pancake mixes, doesn't just use replacement sugars. Mm -hmm. You actually use dates, but you use very little or less sugar compared to some of the alternatives. Mm -hmm. And then I remember a conversation about where you were talking about retraining our palate. And this is something my co-founder and wife is very, very passionate about because she often talks about how the problem with Coke Zero and others is that you're using these replacement sugars that are a lot more, a lot sweeter. Mm -hmm. And so you're training your palate to want even sweeter. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're getting to that stage where you're pushing the bar of what what level of sweetness you want in your everyday product. Mm -hmm. So could you tell us a little bit about that and, and how you, would, you think we need to kind of address that? Yeah, this is such a interesting and very passionate area for myself too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I firmly believe the concept of conscious eating. Mm -hmm. I believe our innate ability to recognize something really good for ourselves right. and emerge that with it. Because if you think about the food, once the food comes into our body, it's become part of us, become part of our blood become part of our flesh, mm. become our energy. Mm. So once you embrace something like so intimately into your body, it's actually a very sacred process. So um, to me, it, you know, when you choose food, you have to choose very carefully. Right. And not only choose for this temporary joy, you have to choose for the long-term energy sustainability for your body too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not, I mean, sugar or meat, I can talk about both. Mm -hmm. It's all about choosing, choosing them consciously. To right. Tony's point, um, uh, some 
some natural uh, some sweeteners on the market. Uh, even though they are natural, their intensity of the sugar sweetness could be 300 times more than table sugar. Mm. So even though they do not have calories, but they will disrupt your hormonal system or disrupt your mind perception. So this time you eat uh, this uh, sweetener without calorie, but next time your level of uh, like desire for sugar becomes much higher. So that's kind of a way to get you addictive. So you cannot really get away from that. And plus those hormonal disruptions, they can do harm in the long term mm. in, in many different ways. Uh, people are still researching about it. Um, so that's why in our product, in La Soisis product, we use no sugar and no sweeteners. Mm. Uh, we only use whole foods like dates to sweeten the product. Right. So people can eat it consciously and your body can be very comfortable with it and happy with it. Right. Yeah. And I was uh, talking to, I believe it was Alina uh, earlier in one of our earlier mm. pa- podcasts about how I grew up, which, mm. you know, on the summers we would go back mm. to India and to my mm. parents, uh, my grandparents' um, farm. And what was interesting to me in those days when I think back is we didn't have meat every day. Yeah. You know, it was, it was an unusual thing. We've mm. changed our diet so much now that we're eating things every day that used to be an occasional mm. thing. Sweets used to be an occasional thing. I remember growing up how mm. sweets were something that you got on a special occasion. Yeah. We're eating it every day now. We're having, you know, and again, thinking mm. back to when we were kids, a lot of the food didn't have sugars at all. Yeah, yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. we've come to that stage because of our affluence as a society that we want all of those premium things mm-hmm. every day. And I think that's throwing off our balance in, in our, you know, our whole health. Yeah, exactly. And if we listen to our body, actually, we, our body really knows about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is another thing like I, I'm kind of working on uh, silently or secretly. Mm-hmm. I really want to promote this uh, conscious eating. Right. When you eat with the food, you become one. It's mm-hmm. almost like a meditative stage of, of getting something into your body. So mm-hmm. not only you, you see the appearance, you smell it, you hear the audible sounds when you chew it. So basically, you, you need to use all your five senses. Then your body will tell you whether this is a good food for you or not. Mm-hmm. You don't need anybody else. So maybe you are really hungry, they will, uh, or really, uh, really thirsty, you it will definitely will ask him for water. So this kind of instinct response, it's very important for us to know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that listening to your body, you know, that's mm-hmm. so key. I know uh, my, my co-founder, Merle, she always talks about that. There were some books that came out in the 90s mm-hmm. that talked about the Japanese and the French way of eating. Mm-hmm. And what it ultimately boiled down to is listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Right? What, mm-hmm. Eat till you're full and then yeah. stop eating. Yeah, yeah. Don't eat to fulfill a desire, mm-hmm. but fulfill the, the hunger that your body mm-hmm. needs for, for the food. And so when you talk about like Japanese food and it's very, very small individual packages, yeah, yeah. all that concepts mm-hmm. is supposed to do. And it used to be the same in India, too, mm-hmm, back in the days, mm-hmm. which is you're not eating a lot, eating a little, yeah, right? Yeah. So that portion control helps mm-hmm. you to control those mm-hmm. those uh, cravings and be intentional about listening to your body. Mm-hmm. So I think that's 100%. I think that's something that that's a message mm-hmm. that needs to get out there yeah, yeah. to more people. Uh, and especially as we're raising kids now, I have two kids and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to raise them to to train their palate not to want sweets all the time. It's very hard. Yeah, because they're surrounded by it, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work for our next generation, yeah. and uh, yeah, there's a lot more we can do. But as a as a food entrepreneurs, that's kind of we want to do these little small steps mm-hmm. to send this message out, 
and also encourage people look at it. You know, without these added intensive sweetener or sugar, uh, the food can still taste yes. great. Yeah. So that's our intention, uh, and it takes a lot, a lot more to do that. But that's the whole meaning of the startup. You know, we, yeah. we, we wanted to venture and test small and uh, uh, do things very fast, but in a very, very scalable way. Yeah. 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 Um, Dr. Shea, I know today uh, we are almost out of time. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Um, and you know, sh- share some of the, the mm-hmm. plant-based meats here. Um, I know you are also looking to put this out into the marketplace. Um, so if people are interested in it, uh, is there a way they can reach out to you? Maybe the Las Oasis website, is there a way they can reach out to you? Yes, yes, a great question. Uh, so right now we have a lasoasis.com website, L-U-S-O-A-S-I-S. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, you'll see our baking mix for f- for a novel flavor baking mix over there. Mm. So in about two weeks, we're also going to put alka meat, mm. the first product, Mongolia, Mongolia beef product mm. over there too. Mm. So you can be the first one to taste it. Awesome. It, will, it will come out as a very limited uh, time offer, maybe mm. like 20, 40 a time. So gotcha. <laughs> you have to grab it away and sell. Gotcha. Uh, so we were really testing the market and I really appreciate uh, your attention and your feedback. Okay, yeah. great. And hopefully if you are coming to the uh, Future of Food Venture Summit. We're hoping to get some samples in there as well so people can taste and uh, and see how good it is. And genuinely, I'm impressed by uh, the quality and the, and the texture of it. So thank you for joining us today, uh, Dr. Shia. There's so much more we can say on the subject of intentional eating, conscious eating. Um, I hope we can spend some time maybe, you know, in the in the coming, as, as this, you know, becomes more uh, commercialized to take some time to go back and, and maybe continue that conversation. Yeah, definitely. Next time I can talk about why I'm vegan. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. yes. That would be great. Yeah. My brother-in-law is also vegan. Uh, yeah. He was a huge meat eater and went vegan and he often quotes very much the same yeah. uh, kind of you know uh, results that you, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, definitely we will have another conversation going on. Thank you all for joining us for this podcast and hopefully we will see you again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm.